Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul White. It's the fourth day of February, the Lord's Day. Hope you're in church with the fellow believers somewhere today. If you can be, find a spot with your brothers and sisters, the community of of faith. Uh, Enjoy the image of Christ in the eyes and the lives of the others around you. This is part of our journey so that we are not solo artists. And so that we, and I realize that this is not possible for everyone. This is not a condemning statement. It's an encouraging statement. I'm not cutting you down for not being with them today. I'm encouraging you to find a group that you can be with today. If you can't find a group to be with, a group of believers, be praying towards that end that the Father leads you to a place where you can take roots within community. I hope that we are able to supplement your diet a little bit on that journey, Um, that if you do have a place that we're just sort of your vitamins that you're taking on the side to help. If you don't have a place, maybe this is your meal for the week uh, or for the day or part of your journey. And if so, I pray that it is a blessing to you as you grow and grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I'm praying for you, I pray for our audience frequently. I don't know all of your names. Of course, there's a lot of you. But I pray that whomever is listening, that they're sent by the Father, that uh, they are led and inspired to join us at the spot on the journey that's most like where they are or most beneficial to where they are. We're not all in the same spot in the journey. And so I'm praying that for each of you as you walk this out. Luke chapter 9, today we arrive at verse 7, and we're going to go through verse 9 today because that's the segment in which Herod is perplexed by Jesus. This is an interesting throw-in here by Luke. He doesn't have to tell this part. It's simply an aside into the mindset of Herod, but it's also a pretty good storytelling device because Herod re-enters the story Late in the book, in fact, just before the cross, we get Herod again, where Jesus goes to Pilate and then goes to Herod. And it's a neat little device in which Luke introduces a character on the side of the plot and then abandons him and then brings him back as a very important part of the plot. This would be the character in a movie that shows up about a third of the way through the movie in one scene, then disappears, and you forget about him. You didn't think much about him in the first place. And then at the end of the movie, in the most crucial scene of the movie, there he is. And he's one of the characters that plays the biggest role. That's Herod in the way Luke tells the story. Let me read all three verses straight through Luke chapter 9, verses 7, 8, and 9. Now Herod the Tetrarch heard about all that was happening, And he was perplexed because it was said by some that John had been raised from the dead, by some that Elijah had appeared, and by others that one of the prophets of old had risen. Herod said, John I beheaded, but who is this about whom I hear such things? And he sought to see him. Um, Herod is Herod Antipas. He is the ruler over Galilee. That's why he's called a Tetrarch. This is a position appointed by the Roman Empire. This has no link whatsoever, to the hereditary throne of King David. Uh, That hereditary throne of King David had been abandoned for a long time because Israel didn't have their own land. 
And so not having their own land, they didn't truly govern themselves. They were underneath the governing power of the Roman Empire. They were a subjugated people. And so the, any king that they have is a king in, in name, but not a king in the royal line of Israel's religious dynasty. So the Herods have been ruling at the behest of the Romans for a few generations by the time Jesus arrives. And the Herods will still be ruling into the book of Acts. This is the same family line that Paul will stand in front of and minister or, or witness to um, Herod Agrippa. The, Agrippa, who famously says to Paul, thou hast almost persuaded me to be a Christian. And Paul says, well, I wish that you were, everyone was almost and altogether such as I am, except for these chains. Uh, this would have been a, a relative of, uh, a, a predecessor to that Herod. And he has beheaded John the Baptist. That We got that in full detail, and we talked about that in full detail back in Mark 6, when we were in the Gospel of Mark, how Herod has Mark, or Mark, how Mark tells us that Herod has John the Baptist's head cut off, and we know why, because his stepdaughter asked for John the Baptist's head, and he gave it to her. And that really is the launching point for the ministry of Jesus. Well, Jesus' launching point is when Herod arrests John, but there's it really takes off upon the death of John the Baptist. Herod hears about Jesus, and this is why I say he's sort of a side character. It's not as if it's attributing to the plot at this point, but this will come back later. And he's just been told that there's this guy out there. It He's kind of like John. Maybe John's raised from the dead. Some people think it's Elijah. That Remember, that was a big thing in Jewish theology in the first century was that Elijah needed to come before the kingdom of God could come. Jesus would say that Elijah did and that he was John the Baptist for those who would accept it. I make the argument that a lot of people still haven't accepted that because we still have eschatology that says Elijah's coming back and that he has to in order to fulfill the gospel or the, the book of Malachi. Some say it's one of the prophets of old. Herod says, John, I beheaded, but who is this about whom I hear such things? And he sought to see him, and then he vanishes off the scene. Um, I, I, I have already said that I think this is Luke adding a character in who will come back and play an important role later. But as a reader, what this does is show us that Jesus is on the radar and it sets the reader up for the reintroduction of Herod as a villain in the last part of the story. Uh, we already know that he's a villain in some respects because he, he had John the Baptist beheaded. But he hasn't had any direct conflict with Jesus. And this is Luke's way of showing that Jesus has now started to enter into the same lane that John the Baptist was in, but he enters it in an entirely different way. John the Baptist entered that lane by really preaching the Mosaic law to Herod, con uh, condemning him for committing adultery. Jesus has entered the lane not by preaching the Mosaic law, but by simply being. And, there's an, and, and then the story is going to turn into the most popular miracle in all of the Gospels, a story that we get to tomorrow. We'll see you then. Have a great day. God bless.